0: You're listening to Earshot from WXXI News. I'm Veronica Volk. This week, the kids call it the Halloween House, a place where skeletons, werewolves, and other frightful figures fill the yard, spooking children young and old each October. Oh, look at that thing like this. Ooh! That's coming up on your local news podcast, Earshot. Hi, this is Megan Mack from WXXI, and if you're enjoying Earshot, subscribe to our other podcast, Connections with Evan Dawson. Catch up on discussions about current events, arts, politics, and interesting people. Subscribe to Connections with Evan Dawson wherever you find your podcasts. For more than a decade... Children of all ages have made a point each Halloween of visiting a particularly decked-out house in the 12 Corners area of Brighton. My colleague Brian Sharp went there to check it out. He met the owner of the house and learned why she decided to turn her front yard into this massive, spooky spectacle. Here's Brian.
1: We're just rounding the corner onto Verena Drive when Leo sees it.
0: a Halloween house. Look at that.
1: Leo Guglielmo is four, He's a regular visitor to the Halloween house. His mom says he sits on the driveway for half an hour, taking it all in, especially at night.
0: Oh, look at that thing right there.
1: Ooh. A lot of people put out pumpkins, skeletons, oversized spiders this time of year. What makes this house special is the sheer scale of the display. Dozens of life-size skeletons fill the yard and spill into the roped-off driveway. Some are seated on benches or horseback, Others are standing or towering overhead. And when plugged in, several will move or speak, plastic jaws snapping. (laughs) Extension cords snake across the lawn to smoke machines and lights, between werewolves, a dragon, a pirate ship, a sea monster, an angel of death. It's a world unto itself, born from the imagination of Regina Pym, who lives here. She spends about five weeks setting up the front yard display. So
2: these are our villains. We have the predator, the werewolf, and then we have the dragon slayer. I still got to put his sword up.
1: But this is more than just holiday fervor.
2: Well, this got started because I grew up, uh, my father was a migrant worker. So, you know, we lived on farms and stuff. So
1: Her dad, dad was from Mexico. She says she grew up in Florida, but moved around a lot, all over the United States.
2: My family didn't decorate. Halloween I mean we had you know Christmas but it was just a Christmas tree you know like I said um, migrant work doesn't give a lot of money.
1: But Halloween night was special.
2: My family would take us into more prominent areas to go trick-or-treating and I would look at all the houses and I really said God one day I'm gonna do that and then as I had children it started to grow from there it's like well, I want to decorate and decorate and decorate and it just got bigger and bigger and bigger
1: so big that she can't put everything out every year. The skeletons alone fill the crawl space beneath the
2: house. It's ridiculous when all this goes under there. I mean, God forbid somebody go under there to fix, like, the furnace or something, they'd be scared out of their minds because there's a bunch of skeletons.
1: (laughs) Pim's own children are grown now, but she gives no indication of slowing down.
2: It gets a little bit more difficult each year because it's tiring to pull it all out (laughs) as I get older, but uh, it's still fun, still fun.
1: The past couple years, she has taken up donations, not to offset costs, but for charity, in memory of loved ones lost. And when Leo and some of the other kids stop by, they leave notes, or their parents do, about their favorite decorations, or to say thank you. Look
0: at that note.
1: Did you write that note?
0: Yep. Did I write that note? Yeah.
1: One of Leo's notes hangs on Pim's garage door. The rest, and those of the other children, she puts up inside her house and keeps them up all year long.
2: So yeah, that's that's kind of the best part about it, I think.
1: Come Halloween night, she will dress up and hand out candy. This year, she'll be the evil Queen Maleficent. She jokes that the neighbors complain they have to buy four times more candy since she moved in for all the extra trick-or-treaters.
2: It's fun, it's fun. It makes children and adults remember what it is to be just young and and you know fun and without all the drama that happens in the world, you forget it for that moment. <laughs> and he a full yep.
0: Brian Sharp is the economic and business development reporter for WXXI. And that's it for Earshot. Subscribe to our podcast to get new episodes in your feed every Friday. Find even more local news on our website, wxxinews.org. Music this week from Blue Dot Sessions and Poddington Bear. I'm Veronica Volk. Thanks for listening. This program is a production of member-supported WXXI Public Broadcasting, Rochester, New York.